Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. Welcome in to the OBR Film Breakdown. I'm your host, Jake Burns. It's game day edition. Hopefully you're checking this out on Sunday morning or sometime before the 425 kickoff in Kansas City. Before we talk about the game, again, coming at you, talking about Tick Pick, which is, again, spelled T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, the original no-fee ticket site. If you're tired of going to places that charge you those ridiculous end-of-sale fees that almost double the advertised cost, Tick Pick is here to take care of you. Another reminder, you've heard all week on this podcast, if you can find the same seats for better prices on another site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Again, reminder, TickPick, going there, TickPick.com slash breakdown, entering the promo code breakdown will get you $10 off your first order. So going to TickPick, if you're going to the Texans game or the Bears game as the season opens or you're getting out in front of things, maybe going to the Cardinals game, something like that later in the season, maybe the Raiders game late in the season, I don't know, whatever game you choose, you can take advantage of TickPick, get $10 off, use the promo code breakdown, and you will be able to take advantage of some great offers and a nice little promo to get 10 bucks off, again, using the promo code BREAKDOWN. So, transitioning over to our game now. The Browns kick off the season with a whale of a game, right? We've talked about it all week. Fantastic opportunity in front of them, playing the Chiefs. If you're a betting person, I'm always going to start with a couple things that I like, right? Going to talk betting, gambling, whatever. I'm not great at this stuff. I don't gamble much, but maybe you're into it. Okay, the Chiefs' money line is minus 275. They're a negative six favorite. So they have to win by six points or more. It's minus 115 there, and the game total stands at 53. So if you want the Browns and the points, you're going to get six points depending on where you go, right? Got a nice opportunity to make some money there if you would like to. Some little in-between things that I like here. Uh, There's some prop bets. I don't know where you're at, where you're betting. Some states have it gambleized. Some states don't. You can use sites like uh, Boveda.lv. That's an opportunity out there for you if you're into that sort of thing. They have some lines on player totals. In this game, you can take Baker over or under one and a half touchdown passes. I like that number. Only threw one last year. think he's going to find a way to throw another this year. Nick Chubb, 71 and a half rushing yards. You can take that over if you would like or under if you would like. Baker at seven and a half rushing yards. I like that number. Baker at 260 is the over or under passing yards. You can take that's an interesting number. Austin Hooper over or under three and a half receptions. I like Hooper to go over that number. Long shot odds that I think are fun. You can add things, kind of parlay uh, the Browns winning and a couple of players doing some things, right? So you can get 700 odds. That means if you put 100 bucks on it, you can get a $700 payout. If Baker throws for three touchdowns, Cleveland wins, and they score 24 or more points. It's a fun little parlay. Another one I like if you're into kind of those long shots, throw some money at it, see what happens. Kareem Hunt to have two touchdowns, and Cleveland uh, goes on to win. Again, Kareem Hunt, two touchdowns of any kind, rushing or receiving, and Cleveland wins. You're getting plus 1,400 odds. That's crazy. Take advantage of that one. That's the end of my gambling spiel. Gave you a couple tips. Let's talk about the game. The Browns activated two players that you should know about. Chris Nagar, the kicker. There seems to be something going on with Chase McLaughlin that is is a hamstring issue that has put him late late in the week on a uh, questionable status, so we'll see what happens with that. We don't know. 
Uh, we'll, we'll obviously be paying close attention to pregame injury reports to see if Nagar comes up and kicks. They also brought up Elijah Lee from the practice squad with Tony Fields being out. So we know in this game, Michael Dunn has also been ruled out early. We have an idea of what's going on there. So uh, those are your guys that have been brought up. Obviously need linebacker help. You need a kicker in the situation that you might not be able to kick with McLaughlin. Fingers crossed. Maybe it makes the Browns go a little bit more aggressive in this game than they already do, which I think we all know that they're pretty aggressive as it is. So again, this is a 425 kick, which you will be able to find on CBS, right? You're going to get the Nance Romo combination. It's going to be an interesting game. Another huge piece of news that has come out, two players, one for each team, Odell Beckham, Seems to be the questionable side of questionable. It does not appear as though he is getting guidance to play from what we have gathered at the OBR. He might not play in this game, so be prepared for that. I know Saquon Barkley was just approved to play by the doctors. I think Adam Schefter tweeted that out. I know that Joe Burrow's back, but again, Odell is such a heavy cutter. It's different. Even running backs can get north-south and maybe make one cut on any given play. Like wide receivers and how Odell has to play is so violent on his knees. It is a dangerous proposition if he does not feel 1 million percent good about it. And Kevin Stefanski also talked about he has not done any live tackling drills. He hasn't torqued that knee in any sort of, I can't think about this right now because I have to go out and play and I could get tackled or hit or whatever. That's a big thing. So do not be surprised if he does not play. He could, but he might not. Same with Tyron Matthew, who just got out of the, of the COVID-19 protocols. So he is questionable. He has not practiced, obviously, in a substantial amount of time. He could still be dealing with some lingering effects of COVID. As we know, certain players have been hit with some lasting uh, lasting sort of issues. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But for now, those are the two players who we have to pay the most attention to whether they're going to actually find themselves on the field. My three keys for this game. The Browns have to be successful throwing the football early. It is an absolute must. They were pretty bad last year as I pulled my data in front of me. First down throwing. Cannot. Again, we want them to be aggressive earlier in the game, right? We want them to throw on early downs. Well, they were 5 of 12 for only 30 yards first down throwing in the playoff game last year. That cannot be the same, period. Has to be better. Take advantage of run past neutral situations. Get out in front of the sticks. Find some successful downfield throws on early downs. It's absolutely paramount. Two, whatever the Browns do, right, whatever they decide to do with the secondary, whether they come up and play press man and a little cover two man, maybe cover one, maybe a little rob, but a lot of man, if they're going to walk it into people's faces, can they get pressure with just the front four, right? If they can't get pressure with just the front four and man, it's going to expose coverage for a longer period of time. If they decide to play sit-back zone, keep everything in front of them, funnel throws early in a drop-back scenario, right? Or even, I think they'll cover better, even if they do that, if they try to keep everything in front of them, I think they'll cover better than last year's group did. And when they get the right coverage that takes away Pat, Pat Mahomes' first or second read, are they able to get home? If you blitz Mahomes... It's a death sentence. If you remove players from coverage, he will decipher and pick you apart. So is the Jadevian Clowney pairing with Miles Garrett going to work out, right? Is he okay coming off whatever the illness was? We'll see. Is Malik Jackson able to generate interior pressure? Can Andrew Billings, if he finds a field, generate interior pressure? And is Malik McDowell the guy we think he might be after the preseason? All things we have to pay attention to. There is so much mystery to this defense. No doubt they have more talent. 
no doubt. JOK is going to see the field a ton. We all thought when they went heavy DB packages, he would be the guy on the field as one of the linebackers. That's come to fruition as far as what we understand at the OBR. It is going to be extremely interesting to see how they play. Anybody who tells you they know how they're going to play is lying to you. We don't know. So we just have to feel out who's in the in the personnel groupings, who's on the field of nickel, base, dime. If they go quarter, we got to figure it all out. We'll learn as the game goes. It's a gigantic mystery. We'll see how deceptive they try to be. That's something to pay attention to. Uh, obviously, on the other side of the football, the Browns have to be able to handle pressure in their face because even though it is not as talented a group as maybe Baltimore has put on the field traditionally, they do not fear the Browns. And even if Odell is playing, I don't think they fear him either. So the Browns better win separation early. Do not make Baker Mayfield have to hold on to the football. Do not put him in situations where he's trying to keyhole about 10 throws like he did last year. Give him a chance to make some easy throws and get some easy gains for this offense. The last and most important one, right? The Browns have not, since Kevin Stefanski arrived, faced a full, crazy, raucous stadium environment. I think there are going to be a lot of Browns fans at this game. Heard from some people down there. They see a lot of Browns fans down there. How many make it into the stadium? And then what is the hostility level and can they navigate it? It's great that they're in year two. They have some of these comfortable communication aspects down. But how do they navigate a truly hostile 65,000 fans screaming at them in any sort of big, uh, big moment? Because that is something that nobody dealt with last year. That was a big part of the NFL that I don't think has been talked about enough is how Offenses had it so great with less fans in the stands. Again, coming from a visitor perspective, how you know the Browns are going to go into their truly the one of the NFL's most raucous home field environments in Kansas City. How do they handle it? If they can handle that stuff well, they have a chance. I believe Cleveland has enough talent to get it done. We'll see if the talent is uh, is 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 molded together and come together as we all hope. Do not get too high off this game or too low. If they win, great. But there's still more work to be done. If they lose in some form or fashion, do not get too low. There's still plenty of opportunities to get this thing going in the early portions of the season. A great, great test early in the season. It is a true, just lay it on the line and let's see what we have. You don't lose anything from this game. You don't make your season or break your season from this game. But it's such a good uh, barometer for where you're at talent-wise, coaching-wise, all the above. And if Cleveland's able to go into Kansas City and get this victory on the road against the AFC's favorite, it would truly flip the script for respect in the conference because I still think there are people wavering on whether the Browns are going to be a long-term player in the AFC. So a ton to play for that may ultimately mean nothing, but there is a ton to play for here. So we will be tuned in. I know I'll be sitting here taking my data points down as the game goes on, trying to give you some feedback. We'll be on the Discord channel. A reminder today, we will be on at 2.30 on the OBR Twitch, right up until kickoff, about 15 minutes before. We'll let you go, get ready for the game, get settled in, and then right after the game, come join us, fire your questions, have chat. The chat room will be up and live. Have fun. Hang out with us at the OBR. It'll be a blast. We appreciate your support. We we think the pregame, postgame is the best part of what we do because it gives you a chance to come in, chat, get questions answered, and learn about what happened in the game. So come check us out at the OBR. Thanks for listening to the podcast this week. It has been a fun week of podcasts. As usual, I'll be back with your comprehensive offense-defense breakdowns uh, as, as the All-22 gets out. Over the next few days, we'll break this thing down from every angle conceivable. So again, Browns fans, you're the best. Thanks for listening. 
kick back and enjoy a primetime NFL game right in front of you. Have a blast today, and as usual, guys, go Browns.